You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the back. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyWall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, who is honestly constantly mocking me during this intro all the time, and you guys never get to see it. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Because I enjoy it so much. My wife actually puts our podcast sometimes on in the car. I'm like, uh, sometimes I'll listen to our podcast and stuff, but just because I just want to see how we're rolling and all that stuff. But every time I mock it in the car also, and <laughs> it's great. I'm sure people at home mock it too. I'm sure all the MFFLs out there mock it as well. You know, I was downtown in Dallas today, and this is completely random. But you know what? Like, it's taken over the bikes now are these motorized scooters. This It's like, an, it's like the, the bikes new, were a problem. The bikes were definitely a problem. And, like, it just got out of hand. But now it's motorized scooters. And they're like on every street corner. It's like they're overtaking the bikes. And <laughs> hey, excuse me, can I rent something that could actually take me somewhere instead of a something that I have to use like use motion myself? <laughs> yeah, so like you basically download the app. There's like you know, it's just like the bikes now. There's like two different brands. Lime bike has one, like the Lime Scooter, and like there's another brand too. Like the Mavs gaming team all got some the other day and they're oh, yeah, just like I saw rolling that. around. But like yeah, you pretty much just download the app and go up to it and scan it, and you're good to go, and it charges you by minute. And it's just, I don't know, like, what's going on now? Charges you by the minute? Yeah, but it's, like, super, super cheap, though. Yeah. Like, this dude I talked to today, he's like, yeah, I went, like, a mile and a half, and my bill was, like, a dollar and 20 cents or something. Nice. But, anyway, I just thought about that for some reason, how that's, like, <laughs> overtaking the rent-a-bikes. Yeah, the rental bikes there there ended up being what is there now like five different companies and they are just all over the place and when they get knocked over it just looks like it's like literal street garbage. <laughs> yes. And they're like you can find them in the most random spots. Yeah, like out in Plano. <laughs> You're like, yeah. wait, what? They're just like over? crazy spots around the city and I've seen them in like like underneath overpasses, yeah. like random places and like, I was over in Trinity Groves in Dallas not too long ago, and it's, like, down this, like, path. I look down through there, and I see, a, like, a freaking line bike down this path in the woods. <laughs> like, what, what the crap's going on? <sighs> anyway. Ugh, it's so weird. So, anyway, this is a uh, – we're not sure what day it is, so have a great whatever day it, it is. Uh, this is the second part of our Western Conference over-unders. We did Dallas, Denver, Golden State, Houston, the Clippers, the Lakers, and Memphis in part one last Friday. So go listen to that if you haven't already. Today we're getting to teams like the Timberwolves, the Thunder, the Portland Trailblazers, the Kings, the Spurs, the Jazz. All those I think are fascinating. The Pelicans. All these I think, you think are. The, you think the Kings are fascinating? Their over-under is. Oh, come on. 25 and a half. Who gives a crap about the Kings? I do. They're interesting. <laughs> You wanted Marvin Bagley, so you get you get to watch and see how bad he's going to be, and I get to laugh at you. I do like Marvin Bagley, and I think he's going to be good. Did I want him over Luka? No. <laughs> I think, yeah, we'll, we'll see. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. 
Uh, let's get started with the first one, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Their over-under, we were just talking about this before we hit record, is perfect. It's absolutely perfect. 44 and a half. Last year, they won 47 games, made the playoffs. Man, uh, they could have a Jimmy Butler trade this year. They could just completely implode <laughs> in the middle. They could fire Tibbs this year. I mean, I don't know what what could happen with this team. It just seems like this team is – they were looking up. They had, you know, Towns and Wiggins, and they were all excited. And then they get Tibbs, and they're like, oh, man, now we got a real coach. And, you know, then they got the Jimmy Butler trade. And they're like, oh, well, they fleeced the Bulls on this trade. And can't believe they got Jimmy Butler. And now – who knows what this team could be? I mean, this this could be a forty win team. <laughs> you know, if, like crazy things happen. Everything hinges on what they do with Jimmy Butler. So, like that's the whole thing. If like they think he's leaving next summer, then they'll probably try to trade him, get something. Do they go the opposite route of trying to trade Wiggins and then getting getting a veteran and pushing for it with Butler and Towns and whatever they get back from Wiggins? I don't know. They. If they keep Butler, and I'm just assuming at this rate, like it's hard to predict a trade, but I'll say if they keep Butler, I'll go slight over on 44 and a half. Okay. But I do not think that that guarantees them a playoff spot. Yeah. The West could be brutal this year. <laughs> just yeah. Absolutely brutal. Um, they also have a really interesting thing where they sign. So they sign Anthony Tolliver to this, you know, weird deal and get rid of Bihalitsa, uh, which I is that a better move? I have no idea. I mean, I like Tolliver a lot. Um, I like him personally too, off the court. They have this. They re-signed Derrick Rose again, and so he's gonna get played over Tyus Jones, which I don't think is correct. They would have this really interesting uh, bench unit of Tyus Jones, Josh Okoji, Katie Bates, Jop. Uh, Justin Patton, who they get this year, who didn't really play at all last year, and then Gorgie Jang. That could be that could be a really interesting. Second they, but he five. doesn't play rookies. Like that's the only thing. Like, but as Isaac theoretically, noted, he does not play. <laughs> he does not play rookies, so we have no idea. Because we know it's about to happen. They're gonna pick up like after Noah gets like bought out. They're gonna <laughs> sign Noah to reunite him with Rose and them, and then they're gonna play him over Patton and. Bates job. It's funny, funny that you say that. I just saw a uh, picture from I think Taj Gibson's Instagram story of him and Joakim Noah working out together. Are you serious? Yep, <laughs> absolutely serious. Just saw that before we started talking. That's hilarious. It's gonna happen. That's why I'm taking the under. I think this thing explodes. I think they're the the Wizards of the West. Ooh, I don't know if they're that bad. No, they're not that bad, but they're in the West. So, like when I take the over, I'm taking like 45 wins. <laughs> yeah, and, um, I, and I'm not going too low either. I mean, 43, yeah. 44. That you know. Yeah, I could be swayed either way. Like, 44 is probably the number I'd love to have, but I don't know. Whatever. I'll keep the over just for the fun of it. There's a weird Butler Towns thing. There's just a weird thing there yeah. that is gonna show itself this year, I think, and that's why I'm taking the under. Okay. Next team, the New Orleans Pelicans. 45 and a half games. Last year they won 48 games. They lose, um, obviously, DeMarcus Cousins. They gain Jaleel Okafor, which is important. They uh, they also signed. Did you like that tweet I sent you a few days ago, that <laughs> screenshot? <laughs> the biggest news in the NBA. <laughs> Jaleel Okafor. Local stories. Anyway. They, uh, they signed Ju- Julius Randle. 
who is actually is actually a nice pickup for him because now they have three bigs that give you all kinds of different things. Miritich and Randall are honestly the complete opposite players. <laughs> <laughs> like could not be more opposite. And so they get two different things and they could both play with Anthony Davis very well, like extremely well. Uh, Randall and Davis, that's like Re- – Davis is the best combo for Randall because he can shoot, he can defend the rim. You know, he can, you know, do a whole bunch of things. He can finish, you know, like Randall's a good passer, so he'll be able to finish, you know, lobs and stuff like that. Uh, they still have no wings. They have Etuan Moore and Darius Miller and Solomon Hill, who should be a four that's going to be playing three for them. Uh, Drew Holiday, they signed Alfred Payton, still have Jan, uh, Ian Clark, and uh, Alexia Jinsa still around. So, <laughs> Like, why didn't this team go sign freaking Vince Carter? Yeah, like there's a world in which you would start Vince Carter on this team at 41 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, go sign. Maybe Vince doesn't Carter. like New Orleans. Maybe he's not a Mardi Gras guy. Yeah, probably not. The the I thing don't... about Vince Carter that I also heard from somebody, and I think this was Dan Patrick that that pointed this out, is that Atlanta is where NBA TV is, and he's been doing some work with them, and so maybe this is a play for him to try to jumpstart his broadcast career. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I I read this story a few days a few days ago, and it was, um, it was it was Vince talking about like him not chasing rings, and he said that's just not who I am. That's not the that's era because wh- he's definitely not doing that. <laughs> he said that's not the era in which I was brought up in. And that's just not the type of player I am. He's like, but here's the thing: it was, he does like the mentor, like the younger players, but he also said he said I want to play, like I want to. If I'm going to stay and like keep up the work with his body yeah. and everything, to he said I don't want to go to a ring chasing team and never play or play like a minute or something. So like he's going to Atlanta to like mentor and stuff, but he's also like gonna play it and stuff too. So my thing is like, man, freaking go to New Orleans. Like I wish New Orleans would sign him and he would have got probably 20 minutes a game. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm taking the uh, the under. I'm not all about. I'm not about this quick uh retool that new orleans did and uh, as weird as it sounds like i think rondo is a bigger loss for him than cousins maybe yeah that i mean because of just replacement players i mean you could play rondo Alfred and Payton drew, is complete yeah, you, trash <laughs> you could play rondo and drew holiday together so trying to you know but we did the same thing last year they don't have any wings what are they gonna do but they had they also had demarcus cousins so yeah, uh, and we also got seventy-five games of Anthony Davis last year. Seventy-five games a year before he. Yeah, all... How many games of Drew Holiday last year? That's yeah, the two guys that are super injured. Eighty-one from Drew Holiday last no, year. Yeah, I mean that's massive, and he played really well. But I mean, I don't even know how many games he played. Did he play eighty-one combined over the two years before that? Yeah, he did 67, 65, 40, 34, 78. I mean. Okay. Yeah. It was those two years when he first got to New Orleans, he played a combined, you know, seventy four games. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like he's maybe over the hump from his injuries. Maybe Davis is too, but he always gets banged up in some way. But I, let's be real, if Anthony Davis gets hurt, they, I mean they're gone. Yeah, that's it. I mean, they're completely out of it. I I'm taking the slight under on this one too. Forty five is a little little too high. I agree. Take the under and they're part of that group that that tier of teams that's fighting for one of the last spots, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be so many of them that they could be fighting for two spots. You know, like there could be yeah. a whole no, bunch yeah. of teams that are fighting. Just, you know, I have like five or six teams in that it's tier. It's wild. Uh, all right. The next team. Let's take a break. When we come back, 
real fascinating one. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Ooh. All right, Isaac. The Oklahoma City Thunder, they're over under 50 and a half. 48 wins last year, a first round exit. They add our boy, Nerlens Noel. They also had the German wonderkind, Dennis Schroeder. They, uh, they also get Andre Roberson back, who is apparently their X factor. They lose Mello, which is probably a positive for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have Terrence Ferguson. Uh, Paul George re-signs, obviously, with them, which was massive. Russell Westbrook still there. Steven Adams still around. Jeremy Grant maybe moves to that starting spot. Maybe Patterson goes there. They were, they also keep Raymond Felton. Mavericks great, Raymond Felton. Love Raymond Felton. How do you, you think? I'm thinking you're going to take the over. Definitely taking the over. I think, I think they are the best competition for Golden State this year in the, in the West. I yes. Uh, my my eyebrows just burnt off my face because of how hot that take is. I'm not saying they'll beat them, but I really like what they do with their roster. I really like their team. Paul George you like, came. Wait, back. you like what? What specifically? Well, one, I like um, – wait, what did you say at the very beginning? One, they brought Paul George back, which is huge. Well, sure, yeah, yeah. You get another year of that. He obviously is bought into this, and he wants this to happen. He gets everything with that. But I like that they brought Jeremy Grant back. You get Robinson back. And, like, you look at those, like, crazy stats of, like, when they all played together. Yeah. Like, Roberson or Roberts or whatever you want to say. And, like, when he was healthy, like, there's some crazy – weird stats and i'm a believer in schroeder in this like joining this team like they haven't had anything like that and since reggie jackson yeah so like their bench unit has always been this like really sucky uh bench unit and like i like patrick patterson i'm still a decent believer in (laughs) nerland's noel like there's a bench unit that they can throw out there with like schroeder and you know, Patrick Patterson and Nerlens and <laughs> you imagine Nerlens and, and, and Schroeder sitting in the corner like complaining that they only played fifteen minutes and are like, <laughs> We should be starting on this team. Like look at like you and I should be starting. <laughs> Dude, they and they took a swing for uh Diallo, Hamadou Diallo from Kentucky in the second. Oh yeah, round. yeah. And bro, he like actually looked pretty good in summer league and I don't know. I just think that I think the Paul George Russell Westbrook duo, um and I love Steven Adams. I think he's one of the best centers in the whole game. So it's just when you have that that trio, like you have those three guys, I think they did a pretty good job at surrounding them um, with the quality role players. And if they can get Schroeder to buy into that Reggie Jackson role and even throw out lineups to where you switch out Roberson for Schroeder and move Paul George to the three, I think that could be – something to to run this like double ball handler thing with Russell and Schroeder. So I think they they could Ugh. finish two in the West over Houston. The Russell Schroeder lineup just hurts my my brain, my spacing brain. Uh, okay. I mean that neither We those... watched Schroeder put up like 40 points against Dallas this past year and like hit threes and everything. So Yeah. But you're asking him to buy in and I understand that's a question mark, but I just don't think he's a good know. shooter and neither is Westbrook. I think this is one of their best rosters that they've put together. 
Um, I mean, obviously, since KD left. <laughs> yes, and I don't. They might not be done. Like I could see them trying to get like a Kyle Korver or something like that too. A Kyle Korver would be nice for this team. Really, really nice. Yeah, because that's who they. That's what they wanted Alex Abrinas to be, and he's just not. <laughs> he's not. I'm also taking. I'm taking a slight over on this too. I think they. I think they look at last year and talk about unfinished business they didn't have any business to start out with <laughs> i don't think they're a good playoff team but i think they're a good regular season team and i think that they'll build on build on i that think team. billy donovan is on a very extremely hot seat yeah that's that's a good I call i think he could be like he could be fired very quick like if they come out and they're not doing very hot right off the bat i think that they could make an immediate change Super quick, bring in somebody else and say, we're not going to do this whole thing and throw away this season because our coach sucks. Yeah. They have too good of a roster, in my opinion. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, they definitely underachieved last year, for sure. For sure. Like, for they're sure. they're not Milwaukee to where Milwaukee's like, um, like, okay, well, we're going to fire a coach, and then we'll just wait until the offseason. Like, it's fine. No. And they're not Milwaukee in the sense that Giannis is, what, 25? Westbrook's mm-hmm. going to be 30 next year. Yeah. And Westbrook is – almost completely reliant on athleticism, <laughs> you know, yeah. like he's just an insane, you know, force of nature. And how long does that last? We've seen with LeBron, it could last another five years, but you know, yeah. All right. The next team, the Phoenix Suns, they uh, won 21 games last year and their over under is 28 and a half. Oof. How happy is Mikel Bridges right now? Seeing Zaire Smith get hurt. And he's like, Oh, I didn't fall into that curse. <laughs> yeah, he could. He could have totally been in there. This is what their lineup is looking like right now. They have oh, an interesting lineup, and I'm not really sure how they're going to play this. But this is what I think their starting five is going to be: Brandon Knight, <laughs> yeah, Devin Booker, Trevor Ariza, Josh Jackson, and DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, you think they go that route, um, or yeah. or Chris instead of Jackson? No, I think Jackson starts. Chris and Aiton is not good. <laughs> I think Ariza is your small ball four. And then off the bench, they have uh, Josh Code. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Elliot Kobo. Yeah. Um, Mikael Bridges, TJ Warren, Marcus Chris, Dragon Bender, Tyson Chandler, wherever he ends up. Uh, I'm taking the under on this. This team's going to be awful. <laughs> uh, I agree. I'm taking it. Like, there's. Like on paper, when you list all his names, I'm like, oh, he's fun. He's fun. He's fun. fun. Yeah, <laughs> he's fun. Um, but just like winning basketball games, no. Unless they really swing for it and swing for a star, and go for somebody like a Kimba or yeah, but who's like it is. super excited to go on this team? I mean, the what? I mean, who's super excited to join this team? I mean, no, I meant like they cash in some of their like young pieces for like an actual like star. If they're building around Aiton and Booker and however you think of Jackson, can you turn other pieces into another uh, a star point guard? Because I feel like there's so many point guards in the league that you could go at and say, whether it's Drogic or Akimba or you name it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, freaking John Wall. Yeah. And try to make that happen. All right, Isaac. Let's take a break. When we come back. The last four teams of our over-unders. Portland, Sacramento, San Antonio, and Utah. The Portland Trailblazers last year won 49 games. Their roster remains pretty much the same. They traded out Shabazz Napier for 
Seth Curry. They traded out um, who was their backup to Pat Connaughton. Pat Connaughton for Anthony Simons, <laughs> and their <laughs> roster pretty much stays the same. They they bring back Nurkic. They still have you know Lillard, McCollum, Mo Harkless, Aminu, and Nurkic as their starting five. They still have you know Zach Collins, who's a nice you know piece for them, who's actually looked pretty good at the end of last year. Evan Turner still, um, Vivek Ranadive still asking about Nick Stauskas, and they have him. <laughs> <laughs> um, their over under is forty one and a half, which is just so dumb. I don't understand. Like, how can everybody think that they got that this much worse? Are they just expecting a trade? Yeah, I don't get that that either. I don't. It's them in Houston. I just don't understand it. I mean, I think they do drop a little bit. I don't, I don't think that they're third in the West again. But I mean, they pretty much brought the same dang team back. So yeah, and this, they're picking them to miss the playoffs. Yeah. So I mean, I yeah, I I take the over. I don't know how much over I'm taking on that. I don't think they reach forty nine or fifty, but I don't think they win just 40 yeah but like 40, games 44 games. games gets you the over <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah so yeah definitely taking the over on portland yeah that one that one's kind of easy i think um yeah. yeah they their depth is is kind of interesting now uh, i mean let's say mccollum or lillard go down they're completely i mean what what do they do <laughs> that's they're completely out of it then i guess they start evan turner with one of the other two <laughs> Yeah, and obviously if they entertain a trade for one of them, you know, if they start off on like a sour note and like, crap, man, this sucks, they might entertain trading CJ or Dame. Yeah. All right, the next team is Sacramento Kings. This this one I think is interesting at least. Uh, Sacramento Kings last year won 27 games. This year they're over under 25 and a half. Under. They're going to be the worst team in the league. <laughs> yeah. This one team. of them. This team's going to be really bad. Worst uh, team in the West. I'm taking the other on this, too. This is what their roster's looking like, like right now. They have a lot of bigs, <laughs> a lot of random bigs. They have Willie Cauley-Stein. They still have Scal, the BCA. have Harry Giles now uh, for his rookie season, which we're not we're not sure what he's going to look like. And Costas. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah, Costa. No, Costa, not Costas. Costa Kufis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so used to saying Costas Antetokounmpo. Uh, Marvin Bagley, obviously. Zach Randolph coming back. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Justin Jackson, uh, Buddy Heald, Ben McLemore, De'Aaron Fox, and then our guy Yogi and Frank Mason. This is the super young team. I mean, for a second, I forgot about Yogi. To you said his name. Uh, Zach Randolph, really the only vet on this team, and and oh, Kufis. Poor Randolph and Kufis. I think my favorite player on that team is Bogdanovich. I really like him. He was nice. Didn't he win the MVP of the Rising Stars game last year? I think so. And I think he was second team all rookie or something. Or I don't know, one of those. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's fun. And uh Fox and Buddy probably is your starting backcourt. That's fun. But probably the yeah. same thing as the Phoenix Suns. It's fun. It's not gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess they're fun. They also I think Phoenix is more fun. They don't have their pick next year, I don't think, because it's going to Boston. <laughs> Oh, you suck, Sacramento. <laughs> and Bagley and you, passed, and you passed on Luca. <laughs> Bagley might put up some good numbers next year, but he's not going to be good for a team, I don't think. Uh, not right off the bat. Yeah. 
It's, uh, in the NBA, it, it, point guards and bigs take a long time to develop. You see guys like Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum come in automatically and be really good, <laughs> you know, or like yeah. a Ben Simmons, who's a, who's a point guard by you know by nature, but he's the size of a you know the size of a wing and a freak. So like Mikel Bridges will step in and be a good rotation yes. player. Yeah, yeah, but we'll see. But you know, like like Dennis and De'Aaron, those guys, these guys take a little while to kind of yeah. develop and what they're what they're going to be. And even Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was not incredible his first season. I mean, there's flashes of it, but he was like a 12-point-per-game guy. <laughs> you know, just not super intriguing. And that kind of going like waves, too. It's where, like, Towns came in, and everybody was, like, hyped about him. And now it's, like, came full circle to everybody's, like, he sucks at defense. Is he a franchise <laughs> player? <laughs> yeah. That's but. true. The defense is what takes the longest, I think, from these bigs. Yeah. All right, San Antonio Spurs. They've had obviously an interesting off season. They've never been mentioned this much in an off season ever. I don't think <laughs> people have not paid this much attention to the Spurs. They have a really interesting team. Um, last year they won forty seven games with Kawhi Leonard playing less than twenty games, and uh, their over under is forty three and a half. I think we're both taking the over pretty easily. Yeah, this is one of the biggest locks for me. I mean, it's <laughs> I just don't understand this at all. You take. A San Antonio team that got like seven games from Kawhi or nine games, yeah. whatever it was. He pretty much didn't play the whole season. They won 47 games without Kawhi. Yeah. You're basically taking this offseason and trading Kyle Anderson and whoever it is. Danny for, Green. And Danny Green for Kawhi Leonard, Lonnie Walker, no, De- and DeRozan. For DeRozan. Who did I say? You said Kawhi. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're trading them for like and swapping them out for Tamar DeRozan, Lonnie Walker, and even like throw Marco Bellinelli in there, like, and Jakob Pertl. Yeah, like, and you're saying that that is going to is going to be four or three and a half games less? Come on, like, yeah. that's a joke. Yeah, I'm not. With, a, I'm not with that. They're a lock for me in the playoffs. I think they're a top four team in the West. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would go that far, but they're definitely over. You know, they're they're going to shoot all the mid range jumpers that exist. I think that's way too overhyped. People they are gonna, they are going to shoot a lot of mid range jumpers though. That doesn't mean that that's a bad thing, but they are going to shoot a lot of mid range jumpers, and they're going to win a lot of games. They are going to win a lot of games for sure. Aldridge, DeRozan, Deontay Murray, Rudy Gay, Gasol is their starting five probably. Then you got then you got Patty Mills and Bellinelli coming off the bench. Can we just yeah. bring both of them together? <laughs> Lonnie they, Walker and Pirtle, like yeah, like they they have these guys, and then they have like some young guys too with the Pirtle, Lonnie Walker, Dejounte Murray, like. Yeah, I mean, if they get like a a halfway decent Rudy Gay, then that could be huge for them. They're gonna be a, they're gonna be kind of like a poor man's Boston with this, you know, younger guys off the bench, and then they're you know veteran all star type level players. And I can see know, them making starting. a move too, like just with everything that's happened in their off season. They get Demar in, they're like, man, we're still like competing. I could see them making another move to compete even more to say like, Hey, we're past this and we're going to keep winning. Yeah. Except the Spurs never make in season trades ever. That's their MO. It's not the season yet. That's their MO. All right. Last team on our list. And the last team for our Western conference, all stars, then or Western conference over unders. Then we'll go to the playoff teams. The Utah jazz last year, 48 games. They did this exact same thing to Utah that they did to Indiana. 48 wins last year. And 48 and a half is their over under. I think you're taking the under on this. There's not a more hot team right now for people 
going into next season than the Utah Jazz. Like, it's like they're more than Denver. We talked about the other day, like, I saw a projection the other day as them as like a two seed. I've seen a three seed. Most everybody has them as four. Like, I've barely seen anybody have them past a four or five seed. And that's just like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for them, but not that high though. <laughs> uh, I'll take I'll take the under. They didn't really like improve their team. They're just banking on a just more player development, I guess. And you're getting I mean, last year you're only fifty six games of Rudy Gobert. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's I mean, you get some more of that, and that's a couple more wins, right? Yeah, I'll take. Um, I'm in on that. I'm in. I'm in on the over. You're taking the over. I'll take the under. Yeah, I'm. I'm too optimistic for some of these teams, though. But Quinn Snyder is really good coach, and the, of course, you know we love Donovan Mitchell. And they add in the draft, probably. I mean, stop your fa- even... your favorite player. Oh Lord, he he should be a Laker. That would be awesome. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> Duke to the Lakers, and then he like wears a Yankees hat to the. <laughs> Him and Lance together. Lance should oh, just God. teach him all of his ways. Oh gosh, he already knows all his ways. This is also <laughs> this is also a huge continuity team. I mean, besides maybe yeah. the Warriors, this is this team has been together probably the longest. Like Gobert, Favors, Ingles, you know, Rubio. That that group has been together for so long. I thought they overpaid for Favors, but still they if you know, Ruby. People forget Rubio went down in the playoffs, and whatever you think of Rubio, he played very well for them. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, overpaid to keep favors, but he's super important for them. I mean, he is he's their starting four and their backup five essentially. I wish they I wish they can make a trade with Miami and trade favors for James Johnson. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. Yeah, James Johnson and Crowder as your you know like three I four. They had Jay Crowder too. Yeah, still have Crowder. Still have a. Remember this guy, Tabo Cephalosha? Yeah. <laughs> he wears Air Maxes in his games. And Just they brought back Dante Exum on kind of an expensive deal, but maybe you get some I like more, him. Maybe you get some more out of Exum this year. Last year, only 14 games from Exum. Yeah, I like Dante Exum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, remember remember didn't Alec Burks have like a nice playoff moment for them? Yeah, he's not he's not like abs- he's not complete trash. They still have him around, so. And they got they got contracts to make a move too. Like they could be in the Kevin Love sweepstakes, I think for sure. That would be an interesting. That'd be a fascinating move. Fascinating, fascinating. All right, the playoff teams according to Vegas right now: Golden State would be number one, Houston would be number two, the Thunder would be number three, the Utah Jazz and the Lakers would be tied at four and five, the Denver Nuggets would be six, the Pelicans would be seven, and Minnesota would be eight. Which of those do you see as falling out? For San Antonio or another team or Portland, even. So here, here's my thing. Here's how I personally, obviously, it's just my opinion, how I view the West playoffs right now. I think there's six locked teams. Like at, heading into the season at this moment as we're recording with no more trades or anything like that. Six locked teams for me Golden State, OKC, Houston, San Antonio, Lakers, and Jazz. For me, those six are locked for me. Those ain't moving at all. It's then it goes into that next tier, yeah. Like the tier of teams of the Denver's, the Pelican, like Blazers, Minnesota, Dallas, Minnesota, whatever. And right now, I'm (laughs) right now, I lean towards Memphis and Dallas. 
that's too many teams to be better. Like, all right. So, okay. So who are your teams right now? This is such a long conversation at the end of this podcast, but <laughs> golden state, OKC, Houston Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. Lakers jazz. Okay. Memphis and Dallas. Memphis and Dallas over Denver, the Pelicans, Portland, Minnesota. Yeah. Wow. Really shaking it up over there. That means well, it's just like you just gotta like you gotta bang, you gotta pick something through there. And my thing is like, okay, well if Jimmy Butler gets traded, I don't think they make the playoffs. And I think there's a decent chance of that happening. Then like I'm not a believer in the Pelicans like retool, rebuild, whatever you want to say. Like I don't like Alfred Payton and I just I just don't know about that. And then it was really hard for me with like with Denver and Portland. And I just think that I don't know. I mean, I don't think Portland falls that far. I think they're all right there together. I think to get that seventh and eighth spot, you gotta win forty five games. And I know you're saying and you know, a lot of people say, Oh, you're probably a homer pick thinking that the Mavericks can go from twenty four wins to forty four wins and it's a twenty win difference, but I don't know. I mean, I think Luke is going to be rookie of the year, and I think he'll have a big impact. And we haven't had a center like DeAndre for a long time, so I think it's. And of course, the Memphis thing. I mean, that's just a shot in the wind. Like, I mean, obviously, if they have an injury, they're out. But if they're fully healthy, like I think they make the playoffs. So my next team would be Denver. But it's the depth thing with Denver, and I'm. I know the stats back him up. But I'm just not all aboard the Jokic like bandwagon. So yeah, you never liked him. <laughs> I wouldn't say I never <laughs> liked him. I just I've never been like fully, fully on board as him being like a transcendent like star. So I like Gary Harris a lot. I like Millsap if you know he's healthy and stuff. But I think they lost a lot of depth. And so yeah, I mean it's just a shot in the wind with with those teams for me. This is gonna be wild. Like there's gonna be probably three teams that missed the playoffs in the West that have a legit shot at making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And that it's, would be like the fifth seed or fourth seed in the East. Yeah. Like Portland, Denver, Minnesota, the Pelicans, Memphis, like, I think are all yeah. better than the wizards. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, and the take, wizards are going to be four or five. Take all of them. <laughs> like one of those teams are going to be the 10th seed in the West. Yeah. <laughs> and I would take all of them. Like or even the twelfth seed above in a playoff series over probably even Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless Bud kind of turns them around. Yeah, I mean, literally the Sixers and Boston and maybe Toronto, but gosh, we need open seating. We need one through sixteen seating. Very bad. I think the Mavericks would make the playoffs. It was one through sixteen seating. Yeah. Well, you think they're going to make it with one through eight? So. All right, guys. There we go. That's our second. What, half. What's yours? Oh, mine right now. I think you're not going to roast me and then not give yours. I think it's Golden State, the Rockets, the Thunder, the Lakers, the Jazz, the Blazers, the Spurs, and then the last team between Denver, the Pelicans, Minnesota, Dallas, Memphis, and the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think Clippers are in that at all. Uh, I think they could be a. Sol- I mean, they're going to be a scrappy, solid team. I think they they're going to be like maybe forty wins or so. Right okay. in that. They're, I mean, I don't know. I just don't. You can't convince me they're better than like Denver. No, 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 no. I have I have Denver as the eighth seed. Okay. Even though I took the under on them. 
have them as but their over under was 47 and a half so yeah so yeah the difference that i have with with vegas is i have minnesota out new orleans out and uh san antonio portland and denver lower than them i don't know why portland's just all of a sudden out of the playoffs maybe maybe they thought a lillard trade was going to happen they were very close to missing the playoffs weren't they last year i mean that whole group but they ended up being the third seed (laughs) yeah so it was only about like a game or two or something i think it just comes down to like what the other teams did more like if paul Millsap was healthy last year would you rather have the nuggets or blazers i'd rather have the nuggets Mm, in, in, are you talking about in the playoffs or in the regular season? Well, just anything. Like, what team's better if they <laughs> Any, had Millsap? Anything. <laughs> I would I take know. Denver. I, Lillard's better than Millsap to me. Yeah. And then the rest but of the, everything the rest after of the team, that. Who are you getting from the rest of the Nuggets? Murray, Gary Harris, Jokic. Well, I think you had to compare Dame to Jokic. And then after that, then it goes to, to the rest of the team. But yeah. Anyway, this is fun stuff to argue about. But there you go. That's our second half of the uh, Western Conference. Again, if you didn't listen to the first half, go back listen to our Friday show. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.